We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. on everybody it is episode 553 of pop culture crisis my name is brett and i am here once again with my co-host would you please introduce yourself hi crisis actors it's mary i'm feeling a little bit under the weather today not gonna lie but we're gonna power through brett's mentally unraveling before our very eyes that's just a a Wednesday. That's, yeah, it's a day that ends in Y for us here at Pop Culture Crisis. So Sarah is here to help us out. Hey guys, I'm Hi. back. Thanks for having me. Are back. you okay? I, I'm doing all right. <laughs> okay. I was just you know, checking in before I walked into this room and <laughs> something about the lights. How are the coffee the sales lights. going? Uh, they're going great. We can barely keep up, actually. So. Cool. That's yeah. always a good thing. Yeah, good That's stuff. Good Cannot thing. complain. I don't drink coffee, so I wouldn't know anything about it. But I did see people over the weekend arguing online about cold versus hot coffee. Do you mm-hmm. have a preference? Oh, iced, 100%. 100% for you? Every day. Every day? Yeah. yeah, I don't think I could do like hot coffee every day. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. After I ordered that $5.30... Folgers coffee at the movie theater um, and waited for it to cool down so that I could put it in ice. I've been regretting all of my coffee decisions. <laughs> you still go to McDonald's to get your coffee every day? Yeah. yeah. Well, not every day, but because I feel like it would be weird, you know? Yeah. Like they would start to think I have a problem. They just have your order ready? Yeah, like that, that weirds me out. Like I don't want overly familiar relationships with all of the employees at my local McDonald's. That was my mom. My mom got her McDonald's coffee every day. <laughs> yeah. and they, they knew her by name. There. I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah, and that was back at the time when, you know, the law, it was right around that time the lawsuit happened where the lady spilled the, uh, the, the piping oh, hot coffee yeah. on the old lady. So I, I still remember. Everyone slandered the, that poor woman. I still remember when they put the label, like the, like, really hot on the, on the <laughs> caution on the cup. caution it's really really hot <laughs> yeah yeah so um but i i never have to worry about that because i just i don't drink coffee so i was at um i had to get um sorry not hot. sorry not hot <laughs> i had to go and i had to get somebody else uh a hot chocolate order at sheets mm-hmm. and first of all the amount of options for confusing drinks it's disgusting it's disgusting they'll ask you do you want an immune supplement (laughs) shot at b12 i have no idea what that means yes so like but and for me you know what that gas station (laughs) vitamin shot what the hell is it so um you just pour five hour energy in your hot chocolate (laughs) i saw a hat the other day it said uh um, you know, it's like the hats, like I survived. It says, like, it says I survived gas station dick pills. Um, I kind of want to buy it. They but... ask you if you want dick pills in your hot chocolate. <laughs> well, I think because it sheets and it's a little bit higher end, they would probably use better language. Why the sheets that. not? But like the uh, so I was there and it was like it's got like nine sub menus that it's sending me through mm-hmm. to all of this stuff. By the time it's done, I'm just like I needed a coffee to stay awake from trying to order this for another person. It's rocket science. Yeah, it was insane. 
insane. It was it was crazy. So uh, and that's and that's when you get to do it yourself in the comfort of like nobody like surrounding you. But then you imagine those people who have to go to, to Starbucks who have never ordered coffee before and they're like, I'll have a large. They're like, It's not called a large, it's a grande. <laughs> and what are your pronouns? Yes, exactly. They're like, Why isn't your hair blue? Now tip me thirty percent or you're a bigot. <laughs> Basically, yes. So guys, we got a bunch of stuff to get into today, but before we get started, hit the like button on this video, subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already, and please share the video with your friends so that more people can can come in here, hang out, watch these episodes, and hopefully share the videos with their friends. We want to help grow the show, so thank you very much. That is if any of you have friends. Yes. Big if. Yes, we have no Send it to your moms. Send to your grandmother. <laughs> um, and remember, all Super Chats, $20 and over. We will interrupt the discussion. We will read those Super Chats right then and there. And then we will do our very best to get back on topic, as we always do. What do we have to talk about today? Well, the media has come out in a coordinated effort to gaslight the entirety of the general public, slander Johnny Depp, and save Amber Heard's crumbling image. There are multiple documentaries coming out aimed to change the narrative around what happened at the Depp vs. Heard trial. It's the case that won't end. It really, really is. So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about uh, the latest round of celebrity AI deepfakes. This time, um, celebrity uh, podcaster Bobby Altoff, who's just going through a divorce right now as well, which sucks. But a, an AI video of her doing lewd acts has come out and she is of course denied this but it's it just goes to the continued speculation that being a celebrity just doesn't seem very fun when you gotta worry about all of this stuff coming out though it does offer a unique chance for people to do really nasty awful stuff and then be like it wasn't me it was AI. True. Yeah. Like, we honestly don't know at this point. You could have actual nudes leak and yeah. claim that it's AI. Just do a bunch of really awful stuff and make sure you do it in low resolution so it's, yeah. it doesn't look that great. Then you're then you're good to go. So we're going to talk about that. There's also an interesting op-ed written by an actress named Diane Farr. She's been in a lot of things. She, was, uh, she played the wife of Hugh Laurie in the show Chance. If you ever watched that, I believe that was the ex-wife. She was also on the show Numbers, and now she's on a show called Fire Country. Uh, if you like the, the modern-day Hollywood police slash fire procedurals you may know her from that I don't watch the modern day ones but there it is she's talking about age parody they want they want to reach a, a, a utopian society where every actor playing against another actor in a romantic relationship is exactly the same age as the person they're playing with because that's how the real world works right like you meet mm. someone you're like imagine like you're on you're on tinder now and you're like nope statistically nope. though if we're looking at marriages they are close in age but we'll get on. We'll yes, get into so the data. That, uh, also, Christina Aguilera wants to talk to you about sexist double standards while advertising her vibrator company. Yeah. Okay, it's not a vibrator company. It's, it's a, no, it's a sexual wellness brand. They're yeah. starting a movement to the erase the stigma. Blah blah blah. Yes. So you're the just only selling thing lube. They sell is lube. Yeah. Yeah. They, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just call it a lube company. I don't know. So we're gonna we'll get into that. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We got a lot of stuff to get into. So if you ladies are ready, we will just go ahead and get started. Are you ready? I guess. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. All right. Let's go ahead and get started then. We had a bunch of stuff to talk about today. First things first, there was a, 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 a you can breathe a sigh of relief if you're cheap like a lot of other people these days. Not me, because I, I pay for commercials, or I pay to not have to see commercials. But apparently people were worried that Freebie was going to be taken off of uh, Amazon. 
Apparently that is not the case, but I only came uh, came upon this because I saw this from Tim Mor uh, Tim Morrow on Twitter. He said that uh, he knows this director who is a passionate and driven filmmaker. He's worked with for many years. His World War II feature film Seven Lost can be watched for free on Amazon Freebie for a limited time. Go check out and review. Because so I guess what this guy did, the director of this movie, was told or he believes that he read an article or something in the news that said they were getting rid of Freebie. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says it was announced today on the news that Amazon's Freebie service, which allows viewers to watch watch my film seven laws for free is ending our window is incredibly short now to reach as many people as possible with this source if you have the time this week to leave a rating or a review for it help increase the algorithm for prime video to put it on the front page i would truly appreciate it thank you and thank you to everyone who has supported this movie i am truly grateful well it turns out that that was fake news because apparently amazon is not shutting down freebie it is an interesting question because essentially what's happening is like they've just launched ads on their paid part of the service. So why would you need to have like, was it just more ads on the free one with ads? <laughs> well, right? the, the Amazon Prime content you mean that has ads? Well, yeah, Now, so now you have to pay three extra dollars on top of your Amazon Prime account mm -hmm. to have Amazon Prime without ads. Damn. I did that the second I like you had, you had to get like a wait list to do it right away and oh I signed goodness. up right away no. do uh, employees of Amazon get to have this service for free I'm sure I really hope they get I, that I don't know actually honestly. I don't know they, I have, they employ a lot it. of people <laughs> they employ a lot of people that would probably yeah cut a significant amount of revenue did you see the video that came out today of the Amazon Prime truck that got like cut in half by a train from Ooh. 2021 no. no oh I'm gonna see if I can find why it. do you want to show us this it, well, no, <laughs> the guy, no nothing happens to the guy the guy's in the if I remember correctly. he was in the uh, the side that working. didn't get obliterated well, no, it's, uh, so basically he's in the um, let me see if, there's any, if they have it here. I was driving home the other night like late and it was dark and there was an Amazon truck like halfway into the middle of the road that I would have hit Bruh. if the car in front of me hadn't stopped because I could not see it. Yeah. It was just dark. Like eight o'clock at night, these people are out here delivering packages. They're they're out at all hours of the night nowadays. It's crazy. But uh, no, there was this video where he's not. Yeah, here it is. You can see the, the still of it. Wait, so he's oh, in there? He he's was in, in there? That's terrifying. Was he in the driver's seat? It looks like. He's still in there. To this day. <laughs> Can you zoom out? Oh, here we go. Nice. Oh, Whoa. Shit, yep. Cut the van in half. You can see that. You can literally see it behind him. Get out of the car. <laughs> He's still belted in. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That is some luck. Yeah. They're like, we're going to dock your paycheck because you were late for deliveries that day. <laughs> yeah, but no, Jeff Bezos I, I, does not cut any corners. They'll, and they just refund shit nowadays. Like the other day. So as you guys know, I gave up soda. In, I still have my energy drink during the, the show, but I gave up mm -hmm. soda in December, like on December 2nd. But I found Whoa. out. That, they started, <laughs> that was, was good timing. <laughs> they, um, but... they started making Mountain Dew soda stream flavoring. 
Yeah. Uh -oh. uh, and so I bought it and they sent it to me and they sent me like z like the wrong one, which then I took as like a it's sign. I, no, I took it as a sign that maybe I don't need it. If yeah, they send it. yeah. So I'm Divine like, basically it's a, it's a, it's a non-refundable because it's food. You can't send it back. So they just refund you. They're like, you can give it to charity or give it away to a friend. Uh, I was like, so you won't take the food back, but you're okay if I give the food to somebody You're gonna else. bring your soda stream syrup to yeah. the food bank and they'll be like, uh, thanks, what the hell? I yeah, guess. Exactly. So yeah, okay. um, but uh, so Amazon Prime is not getting rid of freebie. They said that that was fake news. So it will be around still okay. um, for the people who don't wanna pay for ads, or at least I would assume that freebie just has more ads than the amount that are on the ad tier version of Amazon. Otherwise, why would you have both? Yeah. 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 Doesn't make any sense. All right, guys. Uh, we got a bunch of other stuff to get into. This is a very interesting thing. Actually, I think I'm going to save this for tomorrow. That was, I forgot that was on there. There's a trailer out now for Borderlands. Uh, you guys can go watch it. We can watch it now, and I guess I can, I can cut it afterwards. Uh, if you guys don't know, we got um, 11 separate copyright claims in the last couple of days. The on, copyright on system on YouTube, yeah. everyone knows this. It's absolute BS. Because on old videos. I mean, when we're reacting to these trailers or any content that's that happens to be copyrighted, um, it's transformative content, which should make it fair use, but yep. they just use bots to spot it in the algorithm and you'll get claimed anyway. I mean, it's an, and it's algorithmically triggered, right? It, it just automatically catches the audio or the clip and it does it. There was mm -hmm. a time when we weren't even watching a trailer. Like we were just on a, you know, we were in this screen that you can see right now with the article in the middle and there was an article pulled up and it was like on like Newsweek or something. And they always have those videos in the flash player up there. Yeah. And there was like a trailer for something playing in the flash player. We didn't even without sound. On. No sound on or anything, and we got claimed for that yeah. one. So <clears throat> let's go YouTube ahead and watch like, this. Yeah, over policed by the AI. Let's watch it Boss. anyway. Well, well, uh, I, I've cleared the other ones, so we should be fine. I can cut this afterwards uh, after the fact, but go ahead and check this out. Let me know what you guys think of this one. I did not play the game, so there's the trailer before the trailer. Uh oh, God, I hate this planet. Okay, they've convinced me to watch the two-minute video. Yep. <laughs> Would you look at that? A ladder! Unfortunately, my design doesn't facilitate this type of... Well, destiny awaits. Legend has it that there's this massive treasure hidden in some secret vault. And if you go hunting for it, you'd better take any help you can get. it's on the weirdest, most dangerous dumpster fire of a world in the universe. God, I hate this planet. What is that smell? Pisswash gully. Ew! Put the window up! I don't want him! Roll the window up! It's Pete. It's Pete. Why do you think it's called Pisswash? How did I get the name? It's in my mouth! How many people have died looking for this vault? Somebody says we green screen the movie. Unironically, better green screen than the most recent Mad Max movie. Mm, yeah. Oh, baby girl. Okay. What? Major issues. Time to make it rain with your body parts. What did I tell you? Minimal no explosions. I said no explosions. 
Step aside, bitches! Ooh, mine's bigger. What are you doing? I needed a gun! So you asked for it. There's only one of you in the world. You're special. Uh-oh. Kill them all. Right now. I'm expelling the excess lead. I can't go if you're looking at me. Actually, scrap that. I can. I really can. Actually, it's helping. Are we really waiting for this to finish? Keep looking at me. So, um, it's basically Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad combined while trying to be twisted metal in one of the worst casted movies I've ever seen. Why do you think it's badly cast? cast just not, like, first of all- Is Ariana Greenblatt the girl who played Gloria's daughter in Barbie? Uh, yes, yes. Or they just um, look alike, I don't but know. But Kate Blanchett, too old. Jamie Lee Curtis, too old. Kevin Hart, see. Kevin Hart is fine. The rest of it, it's just, they're not cast well. Uh, and this, this is what James Gunn should be doing rather than Superman. Than trying to like yeah, try rehabilitate Superman. DC. Yeah, this is what James yeah. Gunn should be doing right now. And it, look, I, to be fair, it looks fun. If everyone if is casting, hating it, right? everyone in the chat's hating yeah, it. It, it. It looks awful. It, it looks exactly. Uh, <laughs> just you got to be honest. Yeah. But it's like I would I would much rather watch season two of the Twisted Metal TV show, which I really really enjoyed. Uh, and Eli Roth is Eli, Eli Roth did Thanksgiving, which everybody liked this year. Am, am I, uh, chat, remind me, am I right about that? That, uh, Eli Roth yeah, did Yeah, Slasher with, yes. um, Addison Ray, the yes. TikToker. That was Eli Roth, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. he, he, he generally hits most of the time, but I do think that definitely this should have been done by James Gunn. Just thoughts, uh, thoughts on it. It just, it doesn't look cast right to me. Like they all look a little, they all look like old people trying to be hello there fellow kids, mm -hmm. right? No Kevin Hart at least pulls it off cause he's a comedian yeah. uh, by trade. Uh, Kate Blanchett's like, man, the, I gotta buy another house. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't keep playing Phyllis Schlafly. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anyone else you would have rather seen in that role? I, I would have to think go? about that one. Like, there, I could yeah. probably come up with some, some like this, like, uh, like I guess there's not really a role here for John Cena, but <laughs> like <laughs> they like, had Jack Black as a voice actor. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just, uh, I don't know. It's uh, like I, I think the trailers cut together in a fun way, but it's just like it looks like a bunch of actors who like what you just know they despise what they're doing right now. Mm -hmm. They're like, this isn't art. These this are is just, stupid. yeah, these are tropes off. we've already seen before. Like, yeah. it's very played out. It's giving the 2010s. Yes. What yeah. would have been better is if they made the little girl like the girl from Kick Ass and just had her like cursing and cussing a bunch. Because all of her one liners uh, weren't. Wait, you mean uh, Chloe Moretz? Or? Yeah. Sadly, oh. she's, she could have been, uh, she could have been in this. She could have taken Kate Blanchett's role. So she chose to do that shitty. Peripheral Dustin, show. Dustin in the wind is right. It looks forced. Like all the actors, like after they're done, they all immediately go to their trailers. There's no, there's no group chat. No, <laughs> there is no group chat here. They're all like misery. The movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's that's the thoughts on that one. We'll have to wait and see. All right. Um, bad. More bad news for Madam Web. If you wanted to know why 
the box office was so bad for this movie. It's because unlike me and Mary, who struggled through this thing valiantly, a lot of people went and were like, nah, no, nah, I want my money back. Wow. Uh, they had mass refunds opening night. Well, isn't that only if you choose to not go? Nope. Uh, I, no, I think you can get refunds. You if can you, get if a you, refund? Yeah, I think if you bitch enough, you can get a refund. We should just do that every time that we <laughs> go to a movie we hate. It says, Madam Web has kicked off one of the worst ever opening weekends for a new film based on Marvel Comics characters ahead of the release. It's looking, uh, it was looking clear that the film was in trouble as advanced ticket sales were not very strong. Reportedly, an insider for an unnamed major theatrical chain spoke how many of the advanced ticket sales could actually have been dwindling in real time as film goers were requesting refunds as late as Wednesday, the midweek opening day for Madam Web. So people bought advanced tickets and were like, now. Was no, it no. that bad? It, it was. So yeah, it was really bad. But I mean, these are people who haven't even seen it yet. Right. The funny bought tickets was, and then decided not to. The most frustrating thing about this movie is like I've now done this show several days. Uh, I was on I was trying to explain this movie to Mandy and Shane on Ballers on Friday night. And then I talked about it with Kurtz on Monday. And the hardest part is actually putting into words just how awful the movie is. <laughs> like, in a way that actually does the awfulness justice, well, no, which I can't. It, someone said it's the room of Marvel yeah. movies. Like, Oh, wow. I that, did also yeah, see okay. this mega cope tweet yesterday. This guy saying, like, I love how the movie's so bad it's actually driving people to go check out the movie and, and fill theaters, uh, you know, as a response. Uh. And everyone's like, no, no, that's not happening. Comparing it to the room is actually a compliment. Yes. <laughs> well, no, it, it didn't even reach the so bad it's good territory, although we were laughing maniacally. Yeah, so they were <laughs> it's not, That doesn't mean I would encourage anyone to go see it. In uh, the, the budget on this movie went up. It was uh, supposedly 50, then it was 80 million. I've heard as high as 100 million. Mm -hmm. We'll have to wait and see how just how deep the well goes for this one because it's not going to make its money back mm -hmm. at all. So very sad for Dakota Johnson, who I really do think has a career as like a, either a mime she could do a, she could do, <laughs> she could be a mime because um, she's very deadpan yep. you know she could just she could do that uh -huh. um, or perhaps future roles as like you know someone's mom. people on benzos <laughs> you know if there's a movie about somebody on a lot of benzodiazepines she could she could do that very it's very almost, well it's like she's a plant because I've never found anything special about her well, well she, she's, she's a, a nepo baby dad. she's a famous dead mom oh, her yeah. dad is Don Johnson so uh, uh, everyone associates her with Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, yep. basically. She's rather, not going to live it down. I would rather watch that than, than watch. I've never seen any of them, but I would rather watch that than watch this again. If I you could go back in time and yeah. swap it out. <laughs> yeah, I would. All right. Um, here's some news, guys. Apparently, Avengers 5 will no longer be called Kang Dynasty and that they were already moving away from this even before they fired Jonathan Majors. That's very interesting. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with it or how the hell they're going to fix this, but they can't really fix Marvel right now. They were already planning to fire him before no, he got already, me too. No, they were already planning to get rid of the name Kang Dynasty, so they were already, already moving away from the character even before he was fired. How convenient. Yes. Right. I, know, I, know. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see if that actually shows up, but yeah. All right. Also, guys, I actually saw this coming. So Barry Keoghan, he was in um, Saltburn. He's yeah. been in a lot of things recently. He is actually what I would call him and the dude from The Bear 
are kind of and, and Jacob and, and Jacob yeah Jeremy Allen White and Jacob Elordi are kind of this new generation of of male actors in Hollywood and I do think that Barry Keoghan's success is kind of uh, set upon the idea that um, Ezra Miller has failed because of his past proclivities and his mistakes they do look alike they look unbelievably yeah. alike so uh, he is going to return as the Joker in Batman <laughs> Barry Keoghan looks like oh it's funny that his name is Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but he looks like Ezra Miller if he were Irish and had a bad spray tan. And in shape. Mm-hmm. And, and is in, shape. in relatively so, good shape. He, uh, he, of course, he ends up, at the, he shows up at the end of the Batman as the Joker. Um, and I don't, I think that maybe this is one of those storylines that they could have just dumped and they didn't need to even revisit it. But given that the actor is a star on the rise now, it makes more sense to include him. Mm-hmm. Right? He's, well, he's everywhere now. The the Riddler was uh, who was who was the Riddler? Paul Dano. I haven't seen him in anything else. He's a he's a very big actors actor. He's the dude who people who collect A twenty four movies and it was in, care about the Criterion that, collection. A, the Riddler was an awful villain and I will like say an that awful portrayal. Paul Dano was in the underrated masterpiece, The Girl Next Door, with. With the, I just will. I remember him from Little Miss Sunshine. Yes, he will never okay. not be yeah. the colorblind brother. But he it's was just, with Emile Hirsch and uh, what's her name from Twenty Four in um, in the Girl Next Door, which the is the Riddler, movie about the kid who falls in love with the girl who left the porn business and moves into the house next to him. The, the Riddler came off story. as like <laughs> he came off as more like a special needs adult. <laughs> like yes, and Timothy Oliphant. Thank you. He it was like he was like. He kept on like moaning to himself. It was like really disturbing yeah. and and not in a menacing way. Like I just don't understand why anyone liked the Batman. I I really didn't. It uh, was not good. Two hours and fifty nine minutes is enough of a reason to make me hate your movie. Was everyone just desperate to like the next big movie after COVID or what was? I, that? I don't think it was. I don't think it was as loved as people think it is. I think it got pretty middling reviews from mm. the general public. Stop giving bad movies sequels. Yep. Um, all right, uh, Donald Trump might be in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. He's in legal trouble he, right he now. He's going to be in legal trouble. So apparently he's got his, this is from Indy 100, so they're not shoes, they're trainers, because that's what you call shoes in the UK. Trainers. Um, <laughs> but they, apparently the Donald Trump shoes had red bottom soles. And apparently I found out today, you can't do that because what? Christian Louboutin uh-huh. apparently holds a copyright on putting red on the bottom of your shoes. I did really? know that, I but I, know it's that. that specific shade of red. Okay. okay. So you can't copy that specific shade. Yeah, and apparently they've won multiple lawsuits over this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this gay TikToker <laughs> should we watch this video? explained the situation. So many videos already about Donald Jehoshaphat Trump and his stupid, ugly $400 sneakers he's peddling. But one thing I haven't seen anyone mention is I think he's going to get sued for them. Look closely. I know it's hard because they're so ugly, but they have red bottoms. Solid red bottoms. Now, Christian Louboutin owns the trademark for red bottom shoes, unless a shoe is also solid red. They have won so many lawsuits for people using red bottoms. And you might be saying, but the shoes are sneakers and those are heels. Doesn't matter. And in case you were wondering, yes, they also make sneakers. The irony of Donald Trump selling sneakers to try and pay off his legal bills 
with something that's probably going to get him slapped with another very big lawsuit is so deliciously comical. Yeah. All right, my stranger. I hate his voice. I yeah. hate his voice. Yeah, Make it stop. Yep. Um, I mean, I didn't know that it was so easy to win a lawsuit like that when it like the shade of red is yeah. totally subjective. Right. But if they won before, he well, is I mean, an easy the target. Shade is not subjective though. They can like they can actually like most you have to register an actual co on the color spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. It has like a number to it. Yeah, so, so they like, chose one that was like yeah. one or two right. shades away. Yeah. I get love away the with idea it. that Donald Trump thinks that that's like like he's like no, they have to have red on the bottom. Um, because <laughs> he probably had nothing to do with because he's a Republican, you know, and so you can't have blue on the bottom. That wouldn't be good. He's not a Democrat. Yeah, twenty dollar one here from Cody Bedreau says, uh, as good Catholics, my sister and I hate this guy. <laughs> the guy in the TikTok, yes. or <laughs> yes, okay, good to know. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully he doesn't get sued for that. Or uh, he could just change the shade to another shade of red. Yeah. I guess. He should do orange. He should make orange shoes. Oh, right. Orange man bad. Yes, orange man bad. He should make orange <laughs> shoes. He really should. All right, guys. Uh, and do you, Mary, do you want to, so you're gonna have to tell me who this person is. Cause I, I was reading all about this the other day. I had no idea who the hell Bri <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. Bridget Mendler was. Sarah, do you know who Bridget Mendler is or what Good Luck Charlie is? I've heard of Good Luck Charlie. So okay, this, this is, is not a, a show I'd ever heard of. big generational divide. Like you yeah. had heard of Wizards of Waverly Place, yeah. the Selena Gomez Disney Channel show, but you had not heard of Good Luck Charlie. But every Zoomer knows that the last good show that was ever aired on the Disney Channel was Good Luck Charlie. And it was aired from 2010 to 2014, right before everything went to shit and collapsed for Disney. So I have fond memories of this show. Bridget Mendler was the star of it. And ever since she left the Disney Channel, she actually went back, got her degrees. She studied at MIT, then at Harvard Law School. And now she just became the CEO of a startup company that is dedicated to satellites in space. I don't understand the first thing about it, but it's Where called Northwood Space. <laughs> and they just got $6.3 million in funding um, and she's 31 and also just adopted her first child with her husband with her husband yep. uh, good to know that she's married and did that um, but she's one of the very rare success stories from child stars that were affiliated with the Disney ma she machine she must have had parents that were not awful probably yeah, yeah it usually is about like having good parents and having a good head on your shoulders and trying to live a normal life after Disney mm-hmm um not just trying to stay in the industry yeah and like once you've made your paycheck off of being on one of these shows you can pay for school mm -hmm. yep. it's actually a pretty good system if you think about it um so i i don't know i just thought that this was an interesting success story it's kind of a white pill sort of like miranda yeah. cosgrove yeah. someone who's a good example who's just normal yeah She's just normal. It's kind of a white pill in, in an industry that just destroys children and, and ruins a lot of lives to see somebody actually like, I love how the bare minimum is to like come out not messed up. It's like, you have a job. To never go to you, rehab. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, like, basically that's, your, the... that's your big accomplishment. It's like, hey, I'm not fucked up. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, 
I don't know if this company might be a little bit sinister. It says Northwood Space is expanding access to space by rethinking shared infrastructure for satellite backhaul, which I assume would mean um, the time of mass surveillance on every square inch of the globe it's is very, coming okay, soon. It's very, um, it's Jonathan Price's character in the movie uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, where the, the Carver Media Group is celebrating getting satellites on every corner of the globe so that the Carver Media Network can be seen from every cor- like every country in the world. And China is like the lone holdout that won't let them in. Mm. So that's where uh, the character of Wei Lin comes in to work with Bond because she's working for the Chinese who are trying to you know because the he's an evil media baron they even call him that i love that term media baron like evil media baron is a great like name to give a like you know like title to give a character so she could become an evil space media villain like i will say that on her website she is in a picture uh wearing a turtleneck which is and and pulling her hair back which gives me elizabeth holmes vibes flashbacks She's so. like, yes, the satellites work on every corner of the globe, even from a tiny drop of blood from your <laughs> yeah, like, It's giving me Elizabeth Holmes vibes, but I hope that that's not the case. You, you um, hear her talk, and she goes, she's like, hi, guys. Like, Anyways, so I have to talk to you today about my yeah. company, Northwoods. But she has the beauty in the brains, yeah. and I love to see it. It's good for her. Love to see her winning. For, all right. What would you guys like to see? Would you like to see cringe or cute of the day? What about Machine Gun Kelly? Oh, holy crap! Did that get did that get moved out of my out of my site? Uh, hold on here. Let me put this back on screen. Did, it looks like it got deleted off of my. Uh, did I overlook it here? Um, I just sent it to you. Well, if you need yeah. To pull okay. It up. Yeah. I forget, I completely think I think it must have gotten pulled from my my list here. Good point there. But, uh, Machine Gun Kelly couldn't wait. Uh, till Black History Month was over to do this. <laughs> he is, Machine Gun Kelly has tatted his entire upper body in complete blackout ink. It's very Wakanda forever. He's trying to race swap himself. Yes. Except for this, this like cross design. It's essentially covered up all of his chest tattoos, all of his arm tattoos. Bro gave himself a crop top. Yeah, like, he's he got a permanent crop top, as well nipples. as this tattooed oh. red line on his on his scalp. I didn't see that before. Yeah, we had a $20 one here from Philip Reed says, back in the 80s, girls just wanted to have fun. Nowadays, girls just want to be men. The <laughs> What was that about? It was, a, it was a song, girls just want to have fun. The Wait, Bridget Mendler? I guess he's talking about Bridget Mendler. I don't know. I mean, it seems like she's thriving. Girls just want to be, you know... Steve Jobs. Steve they Jobs. just want to be Elizabeth Holmes. There's somebody should start a, a female black turtleneck company. But no, but that was <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes' obsession. She wanted to become Steve Jobs. Do you know whether these are permanent tattoos necessary. or not? I think I, it looks... I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to tell, but he claims that it's totally permanent. My hope is that he consulted Mrs. Fox before he did this. But he's he's getting uh he probably is getting this tattoo to cover up all of the scars from the bloodletting that they do mm-hmm. together ritualistically. Maybe he just um, wants to get the maybe he's just a really good boyfriend slash husband who uh, who wants to get the conversation off of all of the negativity that's coming around. Uh, Megan Fox recently because of mm. that one photo oh, and he's like babe yeah. I got you maybe he just doesn't want to have nipples anymore yeah he wanted to get his nipples removed <laughs> he'll get those tattooed red <laughs> ew <laughs> I've heard that um, tattoo removal feels like getting covered in like scolding hot bacon grease all oh, over your body gosh. I've heard so, it's extremely painful uh, yeah. this is going to be on him for life I just mm-hmm. think that you know when millennials who are getting tons of tattoos end up in old folks' homes, it's not going to be pretty. 
I love it. That's it's not going to age well. We'll have to wait and see. It's going to be, it's just, life will be very different by that time, by that time period. It won't even matter. Uh, it's very, I'm saying it's very Wakanda forever. It, it's like, it he, it's giving Black Panther. He's getting accused of racism. Yeah. Essentially. They, they, they were actually saying like he couldn't wait till uh, the end of Black History Month as if that would make it less weird to do it on March 1st rather than February 29th this year. It yeah. says he, uh, tattoo artist completed MGK's new ink over Christmas. So it's been done for a while. He was just covering it up, yeah. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. He wanted to be accepted by the rap community, so he turned black. <laughs> you know. Uh, but he gave up rap. Does he, he get the N-word pass now? He gave up rap. <laughs> you can say half of it. Yeah, he went to pop punk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can't make, he's, a, he's, an, he's an enigma. He can't make up his mind. Mm -hmm. What does he want to be? All right, cringe or cute of the day? Cringe. Cringe first? Cringe. All right, Mary sent us the cringe today. Let's go ahead and watch this video of this young lady at the gym. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, what are you doing? My leg day warm up? No, don't give me that bullshit. I know you know what you're doing. So actually, a leg day warm up? No. You realize you're actually the wrong so he kicked her phone and broke it because she was probably using this as an opportunity to promote her only fans yeah i just can't believe women were really like defending this chick well she she responded here like as if this is a normal thing to do in a gym here's she, so just because i do of i'm not allowed to stretch at the gym because before oh shut off my god stretch before every leg day right right nobody does that and stretch. also to all the girls that's not that normal that's and all the people saying that i deserve to have my phone kicked i deserve he to be harassed in public because i was minding my own business in the smallest corner of the gym is there a rule that says no phones? No, there's not. Was it on a tripod? Was I being obnoxious? No, I wasn't. Was I being loud? No. Well, you were so, being obnoxious. Yes. I don't know. Obnoxious. It's yeah. really sad to me to see all these comments saying that I It doesn't matter because they win every time. Every time this stuff happens, they get thousands of new subscribers and all the publicity they could ever want. So it's actually a lose-lose game for the people who criticize them. Do you think that this was like coordinated and the guy start. was her friend and they like planned it for engagement? Yeah, once you brought up the point that she's probably going to get a bunch of more subscribers for this, um, it occurred to me that it could very well be staged. I mean, if the guy owns the gym, I don't know if he would want to be doing that. It's not exactly good. Well, he well, referred to it as my gym, my but gym. that doesn't mean that he Stretching. owns the gym. He's right. just like, this is my gym and yeah. I go here. Which would make him ultra douchey too. Who I was. But that's an ex Which, super You know what? I don't, I don't blame the guy. I think that if you're no, making yourself a public nuisance and essentially you're sexually harassing everybody yeah. in the gym. Yeah. By doing this, yeah. then you deserve to be retaliated against. Uh, somebody, I'm gonna yeah. read the super chat. Oodles and Oodles, McNoodles says, "Do we know he broke it? It's is it possible she broke it after the fact? Yeah, possible. I, think, yeah. I did not think that kick actually would have broke that phone. She's gonna start a GoFundMe for her new phone, and yep. the goal is gonna be twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, 
That's probably what it was. She wanted people to feel sorry for her and send her money to buy a new phone and subscribe to her OnlyFans. And like, if a, if, if a dude Israel. were in the corner of a gym recording himself like twerking or something, I would also come up to him and be like, "What are you doing?" It's and like I would, the it's like the girls who went to the gym in nothing but body paint, and they're like, "Why do you have a problem see, like, with that?" They're <laughs> being perverts. Yeah. They're and I said like, "Are are actual women becoming autogynophiles now?" You're actually perverted and sexually harassing all of these strangers around you and you expect no one to say anything? Well, that's because the, that's because it's a huge thing for women to think that men could never be sexually harassed because men are such sexual creatures that they would welcome it no matter what the situation because that's what society has told them. Well, the problem so. is that you're dangling your, yourself in front of someone and if they were to do something, then they're going to get in trouble, not you. That's the whole issue, in my yeah. opinion. Right. Oh, that's such a normal thing to do at the gym. That's just a normal leg day warm up. Of course, yeah, yep, yeah. So, whatever. all right, guys. Uh, now that we've we're done with that, we can we can go to uh, cute of the day. Yeah, actual. That cute like of the made day. me angry. It yeah, wasn't even, like a cringe. I'm just like upset now. Yep. <laughs> would you do the same as the guy did? Would you? Uh, would you? Kick your <laughs> I, I think he spoke on behalf of all of mankind. I just I, the only thing sense. I thought was cringy was like if he doesn't own the gym, calling it my my gym is He's like this is my dorky. territory. It's super Dude, dorky, his but, but his, but his problem with her is back. valid. His yeah, problem with her is valid. She is what's wrong with women. Yeah. And he's just <laughs> yeah. like, and she's just, it's like, that is not a, like, what somebody should do is somebody should bring on, like, a professional, like, somebody who's, like, an expert in stretching. Like, can you please tell me <laughs> yeah. how in, how this stretch specifically helps? Yeah, what exactly day? are what you What exactly stretching? does the bouncing hoe <laughs> do for your, for your hands? That's what she calls the warm up, the, the bouncing, bouncing hoe. hoe. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. No, no, I, I just made oh, that okay. up. But, like, I was, you know, that's, that's all I'm saying is, like, but these cases, and like, the faces she was making I mean come on yeah. are we going to pretend that was normal and there's like a, and there's this huge market now for specific types of videos it's air airplane freakout videos workout uh, gym videos yeah it's where all the the things go down now because they're mm -hmm. public places and allow for unique situations and it's like do you ever see the video where the mom goes to the airport with her kid and does a full workout waiting for the airplane in no. like workout like skin tight lululemon workout clothes she puts the mat down and does the whole workout while the baby's there and people in the back are like reading their papers and on their phone just doing their best to not look at the woman in the skin tight workout clothes working out at the airport like see people want to mind their own business right. people want to not bother you but you're asking for a reaction yeah and she's like she's like sets up her camera to film herself takes off her sweatshirt so she had to wear that to the airport she's like well i'm a busy mom i've got to i've got to find time to work out sometime people wear leggings in to the airport and in general in public way too often this That's was like but really this was beyond just leggings either. this was like, like tan athleisure she's wearing there uh and it was just really really funny she's like, of course it's I... it's the same as her skin tone so that <laughs> exactly. at first glance you just think someone's buck naked in the airport and her baby's baby. crawling on the floor the baby is like mom you're embarrassing me <laughs> basically all right uh, let's go ahead and check out cute of the day let's wash our hands of this yeah from joshua shelton that's uh that cat is just chilling <laughs> what, what, what would you do if this cat was in your gym yes <laughs> Right there, I'd be like, "Sir, uh, Mr. Mr. Cat, Mr. Pause, you're, what you're making you do everyone." If this cat was puking in in the gym, arching its back. Yep. <laughs> Not All in right. my gym. Sorry for sexualizing your cat. This is from. <laughs> oh my uh, They're all like this. 
What would you do if this was your what dog? What would you at do if this dog was in the gym? <laughs> yes. Very cute, but maybe a little bit presumptuous. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's go. Let's go ahead and get started then, shall we, ladies and gentlemen, now that we're um, 43 minutes into the show. So, it wasn't that long ago, actually it feels like a lifetime ago for me personally, that the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial concluded, but the public seems to not have lost interest in it, and the media apparatus in this country certainly hasn't, because there is a coordinated effort to slander Johnny Depp and cause a great amount of gaslighting in favor of Amber Heard going on right now, as two new documentaries are being made to basically rewrite history in favor of Amber Heard. Yeah. And I'm like, what year is it? I know in actuality it wasn't that long ago, yeah. but is it still 2022? No one is talking about this, but they're the ones who keep bringing it up because they can't get over the fact that people were looking for information about this trial on social media instead of going to trusted media organizations. Like the journalists for once didn't have total and complete control over the narrative and they lost their minds. So Vice is adding an installation to this series called The Nine Lives of dot dot dot. One of the episodes in this season is dedicated to Johnny Depp and they've posted this teaser for it with an interview with Amber Heard's attorney, Elaine Bredehoff, who I remember being absolutely useless in defense of Amber Heard. She seemed really dumb and uninformed in the courtroom. But uh, she or she speaks with new revelations after the explosive trial in 2022. So let's take a look at her, her comments. Let's go ahead and watch this here from the trailer. He developed this fan base that just adores him unconditionally. Yeah, he had no fan base before the trial. Whoever he might have done something wrong to, it's their fault they asked for it. Well, Amber, what did you do to cause him to hit you? You must be the bad person here. And that's the way they thought. About 95% of the social media wasn't just anti-Amber, it was with a purpose to annihilate Amber. There's no way <laughs> what she are could these have stock survived this. There's no thing. way anyone could have survived. I've been told that 95% of statistics are made up on the spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do so, so, so what she said was, what did you do? He developed uh, I saw this right underneath here. <laughs> right, the infamous quote. You didn't get punched, you got hit. I'm sorry I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not effing deck you. I effing was hitting you. I don't know what the, mo what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. What a monster. It's, a, it's such a meaningful difference, yes. hitting and punching. Um, and it's it's very disingenuous because no one was arguing that Amber Heard deserved to get hit. They were arguing that Johnny Depp didn't hit Amber. Right. Like, there's a huge difference between those two arguments. Um, and in this Nine Lives Of series that Vice produces, it says famous icons overcome crises, being canceled, screwing up, failing, and rebuild careers. Their untold struggles and rises captured stories of surviving and thriving regardless of public perception. And in this season, they're also covering Dave Chappelle, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Howard Stern, Paris Hilton, Pee Wee Herman, Tiger Woods, Johnny Depp, of course, which just came out today, Hulk Hogan, South Park, which is not a person, but okay. And lastly, Joe Rogan. 
How does Joe Rogan fit into this? Joe Rogan gets canceled every couple of years for something he says, and then it never it never sticks. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and Paris Hilton, like, I don't know. A lot of these people, I felt like they were never hated that much. But um, I mean, some of those people were. Hulk Hogan was because of the racist comments. Paris Hilton uh, got dragged for her sex tape. Yeah. Back and then in the day. Kim Kardashian made one, and now OnlyFans is a thing. Yeah. She got screwed. Yeah. Uh, well, um, people are theorizing that this is a coordinated hit campaign against Johnny Depp because at the same time as this Vice documentary episode, the journalist Alexi Mostris has announced his new podcast series called Who Trolled Amber? It's a six-part series produced by a company called Tortoise, which says they're slow news without the noise. It's definitely slow news if it took you two years to get to this one. He said, it's my investigation into what happened to Amber Heard online. Was she the victim of an organized hate campaign? And if so, who was responsible? Those are rhetorical questions because we're supposed to assume already that, yes, she was the victim of an organized hate campaign. And who was responsible? Johnny Depp and misogynists online. Um, let's listen to the trailer okay. for that. Here we go. There was a moment where I got up one day and I got on social media, I got on Twitter, and I just noticed that my feed was just absolutely overrun with content. This story starts with a spy. <laughs> a spy? Well, a former spy. I started to try to excise that content from my timeline. Someone who knows how easy it is to sway opinions online. It became apparent fairly quickly that that was not working, which is unusual. Being a career investigator, my brain kind of went, oh, there's something going on here. This person came to me with a strange theory. I spent a period of time investigating disinformation campaigns, so foreign influence operations, information warfare stuff. He's an expert. This was more akin to that, what I was witnessing. Not about a stolen election or a hacking operation, Ooh. but about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. There is no way that that was all organic. No way. <laughs> Depp v. Heard was the celebrity trial of the century. From the trending hashtag justice for Johnny Depp to the viral memes mocking Amber Heard, Millions of people saw and Not the Maymays. <laughs> no, not the TikToks. <laughs> the US trial is a terrible example of what happens to women when they speak out. You might think that's all there is to it. But what if you're wrong? <laughs> what if you're what wrong if and the journalists are right? The victim of an organized trolling campaign. Trolling. Those trolling. appear to exhibit indications that there have been a rented bot network or a for hire propaganda network. <laughs> what if the online hate against her wasn't real? I think it's 100% inauthentic. I, I have no doubt about that. It appears to be some sort of organized attack. And if so, who was responsible? You might actually be able that to. That umbrella guy. <laughs> who's running this? Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Amber Heard is a monster. This is more than a story about celebrities at war. It's about how easily truths can be manipulated in our digital age, how our thoughts can be molded without us even knowing. There are many things we can say about uh, this very toxic industry that is really a threat for democracy. DMs that basically said, we know where you live, we know where you are, and we're going to come find you, and we're going to hurt you. 
thoughts. The vocal uh, fry. At any time. <laughs> we're going to hurt you. And we're going to hurt you. I'm Alexi Mostras, the host of Sweet Bobby and Hoaxed. Never heard this of them. This <laughs> is Who Trolled Amber, a new six-part series from Tortoise. Okay, we get the picture. Um, the, so this is coming out at the same time. This is going to be out in a week, yep. the first two episodes, if any of you are remotely interested in listening. But it begins with an interview with a former CIA operative who, in his expertise about online disinformation, is going to illuminate for us that actually there was no real public sentiment in favor of Johnny Depp or against Amber Heard. It was all fake. And uh, somehow Johnny Depp's friend, Mohammed bin Salman, the prince of Saudi Arabia, <laughs> is actually responsible for it. So um, Colonel Kurtz, who has covered a lot about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, posted about this trailer and uh, did a little impersonation of this CIA operative, which I feel needs to be shared. Yes, uh, Colonel Kurtz is, is the best. Let's criminally underrated. Let's watch this here. Anyway, I was taking a break one day from my spycraft <laughs> and I was uh, just scrolling through Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and YouTube. And all of a sudden I was inundated I love the with sunglasses. all of this pro Johnny Depp <laughs> propaganda, all of these pro Johnny Depp social media. And I hadn't even been keeping up with the situation. I didn't even know that there was going to be a trial. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly out of nowhere, I'm just inundated with all of these pro Depp social media posts. And so at that point, I'm thinking, what is going on here? And my spy's sensibilities were suddenly aroused by the strangeness of this situation. My and spy I thought, senses this were tingling. Feels very familiar to me. Oh, yes, this is what we tried to do in Nicaragua. In <laughs> and it didn't work out. We ended up, you know, some, some people ended up uh, being called before Congress. But anyway. <laughs> And so it seemed like a black op. That's what it seemed to, to someone to a seasoned CIA operative like myself. It seemed like a black op. And I thought, this is not normal. This is not organic. This has all the traces of a complex system, di misinformation system at work here. And so I promptly contacted, you know, through my CIA connection, very easy to do. I promptly contacted Elaine Bredehoft. This was during the trial. And I said, Elaine, you probably have no concept of the larger forces How is she at work a straight face? here. It's impressive. But what you and the dear Ms. Heard are facing is not normal. It's not organic. Do you think she like went through all her sunglasses? She's like, what speaks spot? What simply says spy? Definitely says spy. And, and so I offered my services at that point. And said, <laughs> you know, being a seasoned spy, CIA operative like I am, <laughs> uh, perhaps I can help you identify who is at the root of all of this social media misinformation and these bots and everything. It can't just be, it can't just be reasonable people that, you know, have seen the evidence and heard the audio and everything and come to reasonable conclusions. No, no, there's something far more insidious. <laughs> and so Elaine took me up on it and I conducted an extensive review 
and I used all of my all of the tools of my spycraft that I had honed <laughs> over many many years. <laughs> And I determined that actually what was going on is that someone on Johnny Depp's <laughs> team was doing all of this, was responsible for all of it. And moreover, that Johnny Depp probably only has maybe one to two hundred actual human followers, and the rest are just bots. Obviously. Yes. Okay. So thank you, thank Colonel you, Kurtz, Kurtz, for this exclusive best. interview with the CIA Hello. operative <laughs> for dispatching him in. But, but for real, I, I want to point out that what the real purpose of documentaries like this are, it's not for you or I or the people who lived through this. It's to rewrite history through gaslighting. So sure. Everyone who's aware of this situation now will understand what is going on. But you go two, three generations down the line, if somebody looks back at this story, they're not going to see pro Johnny Depp stories. They're going to see what the mainstream media wants them to see, which will effectively, down the line, rewrite the history of the story. And we'll get, we'll get think pieces written 20 years from now, how we mistreated Amber Heard. And they'll reference these documentaries as the evidence of that. I mean, first with like Trump winning in 2016, all the spaghetti started spilling out of their pockets and they <laughs> thought that they had everything under control and they started panicking and freaking out. And uh, this was just another example of that. Like they called it an information warfare, which is not a term that they coined, by the way. Yeah. Give yeah, some they, credit where it's due. They said propaganda for pay. <laughs> if you are actually like as a journalist, if you are intellectually curious and you're trying to uncover coordinated psyops, start talking about maybe like the Las Vegas shooting. Oh, they're not gonna do that. Talk about something Ooh. that's actually an unanswered question. Yeah. I don't know. This is just, I, I think that Colonel Kurtz said all that needed to be said on this. It's, uh, it's, it's really, really sad that this is the way the, the world works now, especially given that this is like, in America, this is what counts for journalism these days. Someone's getting paid to do this. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> paid Our, by uh, Amber Heard, possibly? Possibly. Yeah. Or her baby well, dad. And the, uh, so you're, the theory <laughs> is that Johnny Depp gave Saudi Arabia his cultural ambassadorship as BFF of yeah. their crown prince. And in return, they mobilized all of the call centers in Bangladesh <laughs> to, to write bot tweets in support of Johnny Depp and against Amber Heard. And like all of it explains the, the whole psyop. We do not like Amber Heard here. Yeah, yes. they um, were all on like, phone they were on like smartphone farms this is um, basically th so this is what it said so they talked about the odd pairing of depp and in the prince here in vanity fair uh and they say that he hosted johnny depp in the saudi kingdom for nearly two months last year putting johnny up in the royal palaces and transporting him in helicopters and yachts and private planes according to vanity fair unsurprisingly it sounds like money is a huge factor in this Bromance. That's what they the bromance. bromance. The bromance is also between Tucker Carlson yes. and Putin. Johnny is shooting movies in Saudi Arabia as he awaits a potential seven-figure deal to make him one of the nation's global cultural ambassadors. What's funny is like Saudi Arabia loves Americana. 
They they paid big money to have WWE come over there and do shows, but they don't give a crap about the new wrestlers. They want Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels. They want to see all the people that were big in the 90s and the 80s. That's mm-hmm. what they love. So Johnny Depp is like right there for them. They like, love Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, they just love it, right? <laughs> They're like, I love I love that the idea that the prince is like, I love Edward Scissorhands. That's my favorite movie of all time. Like, yeah. I watched that with my kids. Like, it's just, uh, but of course, it's not what it can be. It's nefarious and it's so that the bot farms could be sent out en masse to stop people from believing the woman who crapped in a dude's bed and said I didn't hit you I I didn't punch you I hit you maybe these journalists are being paid hush money uh, Mm. or maybe the opposite of, of hush money from Elon Musk yes I also think that maybe what it is is like if you're on this like if you're in a situation and there's like a guy who wears like multiple rings on fingers and a girl who craps in a bed. You take the side of the guy with multiple rings on his fingers, even if you'd rather not. Like you just don't take the side of the girl who craps in the bed. What's with the rings on his People fingers? People just make fun of the fact that he wears rings on all his fingers and stuff oh, like really? that. Oh, so, really? So like you just like if you have to choose a side, you choose you, ch- you take Captain Jack Sparrow over the bed crapper every time. And on the IQ bell curve, yes. the smart people are the ones who didn't take a side. Yes, of course. I mean, that was like us most of the time. We're like, yeah, they, they seem kind of bad for each other. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you, guys. Seems like a toxic relationship that never needed this amount of attention. Correct. All right, let's go to Super Chats. Shane H. Wilder said, happy Wednesday, Brett, Mary, and Sarah. Brett, I'm losing my mind. Mary, I'm under the weather. Sarah, meh, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I'm fine and dandy. <laughs> yeah, it's the show. It's doing a number on us, mm. clearly. All of the CIA psyops. Do two more. T-Dog said, Fanny Willis preached to a black church. Look it up. I didn't know that. Uh, okay. <clears throat> wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> Corey Anderson said, Sarah, you owe us an origin story. Well, she was sent here. A stork dropped her off at the at the front door. Yeah. From from birth. Mm-hmm. And she was raised here. I was wolves. here first. Yes. Actually. <laughs> let's, let's hold off on the rest and let's come back after the yeah. fact. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about Bobby Althoff. Yeah. Newly minted celebrity podcaster Bobby Althoff, who I've said is an industry plant this entire time, just had leaks of her spreading on the internet. And everyone is divided. Are these real or are they AI generated deep fakes? And she's just supposedly the newest victim of sexually explicit deepfakes spreading around online. I thankfully didn't see them and I don't plan to. But she responded to this on her Instagram saying, I hate to disappoint you all, but the reason I'm trending is 100% not me and it's definitely AI generated. But even if it were real, she could just respond and say that it's AI. Yes. It's an easy out these days. It's the best out for people nowadays is to do all (laughs) sorts of degenerate shit and then just... It, oh, it was AI. Yeah. So you can't me. you can't spread it. That would be unethical. It wasn't me. <laughs> um, no, but I'm I'm inclined to believe her because the amount of media obsession over this chick's podcast has been insane. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything is astroturfed, it's the really good podcast. And yes, that's the actual title of the podcast. Um, she recently got divorced. Her yeah. husband filed for divorce. And a lot of people blamed Drake for meddling in their relationship uh, after he appeared on her podcast. I think the reality is just like, these are the the job hazards 
that come with uh, exploding in internet fame. Especially being a woman. And her husband didn't yeah. want to be didn't want to be part of it anymore, and she missed her uh, her child's first birthday in order to interview Drake on her podcast. And I, I think way, that that's the red flag. That's the yeah. beginning of the end for, for sure. your family. And it's not uh, and it's not AI pictures in this case. It's an AI video, which we cannot show on here. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it's not photos of her. It's it's AI. It's an that's AI hard to video. fake, isn't it? <clears throat> um, not if it's low quality. Like it's it doesn't have to look super super accurate. The point is, yeah, uh, it was going around. And then what they were doing is they were intertwining it with some of her more like actually racy photos that she's taken from photo shoots to make it think that it was in the same vein as that, but it, it was not that. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just look, you're not gonna get the Taylor Swift response that we got just four weeks ago. Oh yeah. When- so after Taylor Swift leaks are going around on X, you can't search Taylor Swift's name for like over 24 hours. Because Elon Musk swooped in to save the day. Uh-huh. But no such special treatment for anyone else who is the victim of AI deepfakes. Yep. What's that about? It's not going to happen. I mean, unfair world. That's just yeah. the way yeah, things Taylor are. Yeah, Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not hard to believe considering like she's known for she interviewed Drake. People are saying, is this the lady who interviewed on the bed? Yes. She interviewed Jake in uh, Drake. Jake, Jake. Jake the Drake. I did That's see Earth a great, Drake. I did see a, no, I Jake. did see a great uh, I did see a great when all the memes were going around just a couple weeks ago about John's Drake's plan. about Drake's uh, uh, supposedly having his uh, junk out on like yeah. showed up and it was uh, Drake the Snake Roberts. He verified <laughs> that that was a real video. Yes. As well. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, uh, Drake apparently had his um, manhood exposed. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Drake was the one who put hot sauce in the used condoms, right? What? Yeah. You didn't hear about Wait, that? Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. So there was a story where apparently after he hooked up with, I don't know if she was an escort or just a fan or a lady, the girl tried to like take the used condom and like use it <gasps> what do you mean to get the to get the stuff yeah oh. so he had to put but I, I believe it was drake he put hot sauce i mean if you were drinking the whoa yeah well it's already happened to him once you know he he already uh has a son from one of those hookups. Yeah. Drake yeah. presumably poured hot sauce in his condom in order to prevent someone from stealing his sperm and making contact, which shows the intent to avoid Bruh. contact. Uh, yeah. In action, in encounter with Drake, a young lady. Yeah. It's absolutely yep. insane. Yep. So she found out the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what you get. But I mean, Bobby Yikes. Altoff is a star on the rise right now, which will presumably expand now that she's getting divorced and she can dedicate even more time to her career. It's just sad because, you know, it seems like she had this deadpan persona online, but she was able to separate that from her real life. And she actually has this happy family. And she was making mom content before this podcast existed. And she was picked up by a talent agency. Um, and it just seemed like, you know, she's actually a normal person beneath all of the memes. Mm. And now that her husband has filed for divorce, um, citing, by the way, her missing her child's first birthday for, you know, sitting in a bed with Drake and interviewing him, that kind of casts a shadow over mm. the whole thing. Yeah. And everyone is going to mm. say that actually her husband was at fault in the divorce because he, he felt it. threatened by her success yeah. and he's yeah. actually a toxic male 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she's she seems to have nothing bad to say. She says, while our relationship did not work out as husband and wife, we will always be friends and I will always love him. So I Do you mean, think it's normal to be friends with your with your ex husband? I mean, or I don't know about friends, but if you've got kids, you certainly have to be on cordial enough terms that you can co parent, as they say. Look at She's look not gonna at, say anything bad about him yet. Yeah. Look at Ben Affleck whenever he get, meets Jennifer Garner when they're out with their kids. They seem happy as uh, happy as can be. Because he's like, I'm not around Jennifer Lopez. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. <laughs> I guess that's the ideal in already less than ideal circumstances, but yeah, it's just uh, sad to see someone who's, who began as like a wholesome, normal, well-rounded person in their 20s as well. She's so young. Go down this path because she's so addicted to the fame. Yeah. Is there any celebrity that you can think of that would get the same level of um, hullabaloo around such images as what happened with Taylor Swift? Mm. I mean, I pointed out that it's probably Taylor Swift and uh, other celebrities with clean cut images like mm. her. You know, the reason that those images were going so viral is because they don't sexualize themselves as much as other celebrities. Correct. You're not going to see Cardi B deep fake <laughs> porn because her entire persona is already pornographic. Right. Um, so I think that particularly was like a reason for it going viral. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift's the biggest thing, and she's incredibly, her persona is incredibly wholesome. Yeah, people got mad when I said that she's uh, modest in relative terms to other people in the entertainment industry, but I'm just saying on uh, relatively, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that she's like out here wearing prairie dresses, um, but she definitely keeps a more like family-friendly image right. and public persona, and she, you know, she's not like, twerking and like making songs like WAP. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. She keep, she tries to keep it a little bit more on the wholesome side. Gordon mm-hmm. Shumway says Adele. I don't think she's, I mean, she's very famous, but I don't know if that would have the same uproar as Taylor Swift. Yeah, because no. I think people find Taylor Swift generally more attractive. Uh, yes. Taekwondo so, guy yeah. says Jenna Ortega. Uh, Jenna Ortega is already doing fairly risque roles. So. One of her first breakout roles yes. was in a movie about a porn actress. Like she played <laughs> a porn actress who was filming a porn scene in a horror movie. Yep. So yeah, she's already kind of leaned into that sexualized persona yeah. anyway. Uh, there's a $20 one here for, uh, uh, for, from Gal Gadurp says, keep the info of that OF gym chick, the one with the fake blonde hair, dark brows, and valley girl speech patterns could make a great substitute host for when some people need time off. Don't say I didn't try to help. Well, maybe if I need to take a day off at some point, I'll just have her sit here. And do the bouncing with the with the medicine ball. Thing. I would have to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, I don't think I could. Is there anyone you would be willing to do a show with that uh, had one? I mean, there's people on the on the that would probably do this show who would who have such profiles. Yeah, I don't know. No, none that come to mind. Probably every <laughs> every right publicity appearance that someone does. Who, who has an OF, yeah. they're using it to promote their OF. And like, I just don't know if I could feel okay about that. 
right could, now. Uh, could uh, be like, okay, yes, but we'd prefer if you didn't promote it while doing the show as guest prints. But then why would they come do it if that's... But then we're going to link to their socials and that's where it's linked. It's yeah. just like, we had an offer from some YouTubers who do psychic readings on celebrities. I, was, I would love to have that. We just, they we reached out and they were like, can we be on your show? We don't have enough uh, spots here. It's, it's, okay. like, it's three sisters that do like, yeah. psych, they, they do psychic readings about celebrities and stuff like this, which sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. But the way the studio is set up, we just wouldn't be able to do it. Like, I guess I could Okay, regardless there. of the studio setup, sure, I Mike. would not be okay with doing a show with people doing like psychic readings. I so yeah, like tapping into the other realm. I would. Then I make would your own show and you invite the <laughs> psychic when Mary can be here. Yes. You can invite the psychic That sisters. is that is possible. Uh, well, Mary's not going to be here tomorrow, but uh, I Short they notice. do like notice. they do live streams <laughs> where they do twenty five dollar mm -hmm. psychic readings for super chats. Oh, there's basically. A, th those are super popular. Yeah, that's we, like a whole branch of TikTok. That would be that would be hilarious. I think it would be fun. I I, I would have fun doing something like that. How, how do they do the psychic readings? Is it like uh, like it's they channel it? How much harder is fake. it? How much harder well, is it to tap into the psychic Sarah, realm when it's on. over <laughs> when it's over an internet connection? Like, is it easier to type into the psychic realm on five G than it is? on LT like you know on like a 4G Well LT but I'm network. wondering is it like a is it like a Ouija board thing or is it like Mary, Mary wouldn't want to I know that Mary is is very against the Ouija board but um you know. Yeah I'm not saying to bring it in I was just curious like what their I don't know their system is to there's they don't have a system they're making it up as they go along they're just good liars <laughs> they're good at making up stories it's uh it's a talent and I, I would have loved I, maybe someday when Mary's uh out of town I'll, I'll see if we can fit him in for a nope. Friday show nope nope no? not gonna not happen on this no? show it's I mean if you understood it the way that I do mm -hmm. I I mean I would literally leave like I would leave permanently if that happened if they came on yeah I would well, not because it's like blasphemous to try that, to interpret God's plan right you would literally be inviting demons yeah. into this room scary <laughs> all right uh, and I've already sprayed it with holy water once I don't need this to happen again all right let's go super chats <laughs> Corey Anderson said, Kate is too old to be Lilith and Jamie Lee is too old to be Tannis. Yes. Is that how you uh, say it? Uh, everyone in that cast was too old. Yep. Um, this is not the account you are looking for, said, I hate this trailer. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, I mean, I, th I thought it looked fun, but it just, it, it's badly cast. T-Dog said, anyone but you did well because of the straight energy permeating the movie. Uh, critics even said the lesbian couple in the movie was not gay enough. What does that even what mean? Poor <laughs> lesbians. Let's do one more. Hit hard. You can't have rom-coms anymore because they're too straight. Shane H. Wilder said, you know what? All the, of the good scenes in the trailer were in the trailer for the trailer. Yeah. Right. You can tell when they do that. Yeah. 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 Uh, just do one more. There's one more from Shane. Uh, laughing at the room is because it's so bad that it's good. Laughing during Madam Web is just laughing through the pain. No, no, I think that you could laugh at Madam Web that way if you didn't pay so much money to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait for streaming, I guess. Yep. yep. All right, let's hold off on the rest and let's come back after the fact. Let's go ahead and talk about age gap parody. This is actually a, a big discussion that we've had for in multiple realms, right? We've talked about this with dating and with TikTok and stuff like this, but how do you think it connects to Hollywood? Yeah, this 54-year-old actress named Diane Farr recently wrote a an op-ed for Entertainment Weekly saying, co-star age gaps hurt Hollywood. Diane Farr urges for age parity between on-screen couples. She said, same age co-stars lend to more relatable and authentic portrayals of relationships. 
And the first evidence she uses for this argument is orcas. You're, you're on the same whales. page with yes. me. Yep. Orcas, killer whales. She says they're one of the most successful species on Earth, reigning at the top of the food chain. They're matriarchal, and they're also among the few mammals other than humans whose females go through menopause. When breeding ends for a female orca, yeah. she moves up in status, taking command of her pod as their new leader and most valued hunter. So that means that we should have more women who are post-menopause in Hollywood movies? Well, I was just told the other day from Phoebe Diniver that uh, apparently there's no roles for young women these days either. Everyone's got to complain. And they're comparing us to whales. Yeah. Didn't take that well. Um, have you heard of Fire Country? No. Yes. This is, I, didn't, I had not heard of this TV show, but apparently it's getting high ratings on CBS. It's like a network airing show. And she says, uh, part of its success is the chemistry between me and my on-screen husband, played by Billy Burke. Chemistry being the word Hollywood uses for a connection and its heat that can't be manufactured between actors, but will catapult a performance to a cultural moment. But what if it can be created, or at least massaged, by harnessing a secret I'd like to share? My male co-star and I are about the same age, and this is not the norm on American TV, even less when you consider we're both over 50. Age parity, hiring women who are the age of the character uh, is written and within the same decade as their male co-star, has yet to become a standard in film and TV or even a consideration despite movement toward racial, gender, sexual orientation, and pay parity. So... She's kind of throwing out the argument that maybe they just get along well and it has everything to do with the fact that they are the same age. Which is bonkers. Um, and I looked into the stats on this. Apparently, in Hollywood, the average age difference between leading men and their female romantic interests is around 12 years. And if you look at the real world, um, actually... In the U.S., the average age gap between spouses is 2.3 years. And it says age gaps in long-term relationships can impact each partner's likelihood of experiencing depression. Same-age couples have the lowest rates of depression, while couples with an age gap of three years or more, and that's not even that much, have slightly higher rates. In the initial 10 years of marriage, both men and women showed greater levels of marital satisfaction when married to younger partners than those who have older spouses, regardless of the age gap. Over time, marital satisfaction of different age couples declines more than similar aged partners, and the probability of similar age couples divorcing is also lower. Okay. I was told that women like to marry older men because women mature faster. So theoretically, uh, a woman who's five years younger than her husband is on the same mental plane as her husband. Therefore, they're better off together. So I'm getting my, am I getting my facts mixed up or do they just make up, make it up as they go along? I feel like that would only apply when you're in your early 20s, right? Okay. Yeah. 
Girls in their early 20s are probably a little bit more mature than guys in their early 20s. I'm calling cap on that in modern day, in, in the modern age. I think the internet has handicapped all of us to the same level of stupidity. So I, I don't actually yeah. buy that. Maybe. Maybe, maybe 10 <laughs> years ago, maybe 15 but it years says, ago. Um, Today, no. Nah, the not divorce at all. <laughs> rate for a couple with a 20 year age gap is 95%. Okay. Dang. That's kind of insane. Uh, again, and this is kind on of, the a, set of a movie. None of this I mean, matters because here's the thing on a movie. The first thing that they're looking at has nothing to do with any the so the, the screen tests and the chemistry test, which is an actual term within the industry that all happens later. First thing they have to see is visually. Do you look right for this role? Mm -hmm. If you're doing an action movie, a guy in his early 20s isn't what you want. You want a dude who's in his mid-30s. He's got a little bit more grizzle to his personality. He's got more of a weather-worn look, but that's masculine mm -hmm. in a way. At least this is how it would have used to have been. So you get a guy who's 36 or 37, and you get a woman. She's had a couple of decent roles leading up to this. She's 24 or 25, and as Phoebe Dinover would have said back in the day, she's already reaching the midway point of her shelf life, as they would have called it in Hollywood back then. So you get a guy who's 35 to 37, and you get a female who's 25, 23 to 25 or 26, and that's about right for what they would have done for screen tests, for things like that. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with your personality. Chemistry tests would come later and how much your age actually like works into that is dubious at best because everybody comes from such different upbringings and professionalism should be number one, you know, on set anyways. So the idea is like, do they get along? Mm -hmm. Now is the idea that because they're about the same age, they're both in their 50s, they're both done with this shit and they don't really care anymore, so therefore they can bond over that? Sure, I guess. But television and movies are completely different mediums anyways, and that's not even really something that's explored here, is how it would work differently for movies as opposed to television. Well, she's pointing out from her anecdotal experience yeah. that she's been in... Uh She's been the female romantic interest of male leads in 10 different TV shows. And when she was a younger actress, her male co-stars were upwards of a decade older than her. One time was 20 years older than her. Uh, one was 25 years older than her. And she says none of these TV shows achieved the same success as the one that she's on now, where she is the same age as her male co-star. Yeah. Um, but again, that's just anecdotal evidence. It doesn't actually say anything about what would happen in other situations i mean i just think that it's a movie so it doesn't need to be realistic but if we're talking about the real world the stats bear out that married couples who are similar age yeah. um, and particularly the ones who are younger who get married at a similar age have higher marital satisfaction and their marriages last longer. Yeah, but also like the thing is like, what how old you look matters on screen too. Mm -hmm. So we talk nowadays with all the plastic surgery, the women are starting to look old, like simultaneously older and younger at the same time. They're well, kind the of leading women in, in Hollywood right now are Margot Robbie, Thirty-four. Uh, Anna De Armas, Scarlett 30s, Johansson. Thirty-seven. The, like in the leading, 30s. the leading women in Hollywood right now are in their thirties, basically. Yep. And then, but if you compare it to like the eighties or the nineties, I think that you would have seen younger women yep. in those roles. I think that the difference is just that you know people stopped smoking, yep. like people stopped chain smoking, they stopped <laughs> using tanning beds, so. Aging is less extreme for someone in their 30s. I also, like, look, they give all these examples here as to why these things are successful. The idea that the script, 
the talent of the actors, the cinematography, the production value, the marketing. The idea that the reason these things were successful is because of the age of the actors and not all of these other laundry lists of things that make a movie mm. successful. I mean, they're listing The Walking Dead. Like Bite me. Zombies <laughs> were huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't have to do with the, the fact that Rick Grimes and his wife were similar age. Like, again, there's a, a myriad of reasons why things are successful. The idea that people are like, they look about the same age. I'm going to go look them up online. No, I like this show a lot because they're <laughs> they're roughly the same age. It just feels like she had like a, a bone to pick and something she wanted to write yep, about. Yep. By the way, I like Diane Farr. She was on the far underrated procedural numbers, which mm -hmm. was on CBS back in the day. Uh, she's a good actress. Uh, and in that, she's with uh, Peter McNichol. Uh, I, I, they're probably about the same. He's probably a little bit older than her, but you know, like mm -hmm. it's just the idea that they're all of these other things wouldn't come first. is just kind of bonkers. Yeah, absolutely. There's just a million things that make, I talk all the time. It's like, it is kind of a, it's a mini miracle. Anytime something comes together in Hollywood and actually touches the general public and does well, considering how many people are involved on any given Hollywood project and how many things could go wrong just how difficult it is to get something made in general. The idea that anything comes out good and reaches a mass audience is kind of a miracle. The idea that something as inconsequential as like a 10 year age gap between co-stars or a five year age gap between co-stars is laughable. That that's yeah. the reason it, it works. Also, it the I think the older they are, the less it matters, exactly. right? That's how most people see it, right? Like, uh, I would love to see what the stats are on there for like, okay, so if a, if a 25-year-old and a 40-year-old get married, how different is that from a 40-year-old and a 60-year-old? And how does that mm. change, yeah. right? Like, yeah, probably way different. It's, um, I mean, I just see, like, here's Diane Farr complaining about how older actresses aren't getting enough work as leads in these movies or TV shows. And then on the other hand, we see 28-year-old Phoebe Diniver from no Bridgerton roles. on there's Netflix. No for me. She's saying there's no, there's not enough roles for younger women. So and then, this is the catch-22 of inclusion standards in Hollywood, where if you include someone, then you are excluding other people that's the opportunity cost of giving one person the job rather than everyone the job. And then right? Michelle Yeoh's out here saying, they are giving me roles, but they're not the roles that I want. Yeah, it's just, like, it seems like a constantly moving goalpost. She said, look at the definition of prime for women. Once you're past 30, you're past your prime. Margot Robbie's How like, ridiculous <laughs> is that, right? Margot Robbie's like, <laughs> no. Like none of the leading women who are in their 30s would say that. Yeah. Right. Um, now, yeah, the, the cultural standards have changed, but also aging has changed. Women in their 30s in the 2020s look better, probably, than women in their 30s did in the 80s. Like, just that would just be my guess. It's still all subjective. I think it's also because but... people used to have kids younger, and so you're yeah. being sleep-deprived for years in your 20s. Instead of doing that like a, a ten-step yeah. self-care routine, now, yeah, I was say now they're throwing their kids to onto the tablet and doing their self-care routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Anna De Armas at age what thirty-five looks better than ninety-nine point nine percent of thirty-five-year-olds out there. Yep. Right. She's not the average. She's cast as characters that are younger than her. Yeah, and it's genetic sometimes too. I've seen twenty-five-year-olds that look like they're in their mid-thirties, dude. And then okay. I, I've seen thirty-five-year-olds that look like they're twenty-six. Mm -hmm. um, Millie Bobby Brown, she looks like she could be a forty-year-old librarian now. 
She <laughs> looks 12 and 40 at the same time. I think it's her personality. Yes, dude. like she, she really does. She she yeah. she looks like she's about to put out a cigarette and tell you to get to, to get out of here with your loud music. She does. Get off my lawn. Did, were, were librarians smoking cigarettes in the in the back in the 80s? I'm yeah. sure they were smoking a cigarette awesome. and telling you to to, to <laughs> plug your headphones in, right? Like it's just crazy. And and just and another thing is like we don't see a lot of these articles coming from the men. Like the this seems to uh -huh. be more of a yeah. She's saying it's specifically older women, women who are getting the short end of the stick here. The old men keep getting roles, yeah, but that's always been true. Young men, mm -hmm. back in the day, like you, you just I, I always use this reference. Go look at old footage of Chris Pratt on Everwood. He's like in he's like eighteen to twenty two, and he's like you actually want to laugh at him because he has such a weird looking face in the show oh. and just weird hair. But he grew into you know a, I guess what is we would now call a leading man. Yeah. Sure. Right, so Zip, guys, yeah. guys hit their stride but what about, when they're leaving um, their 20s in Hollywood. How old would uh, Glenn Powell? Yeah, he, uh, he's, he? he's in late 20s. Yeah, late 20s. Miles Teller, late 20s. Jacob Elordi, late 20s. Timothy Chalamet, 26 or 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all in their late 20s. And even then, and th and they're all getting rare, plenty of work. Yeah. But even that's like a that's that's still a very small number of people, right? It's more about how many actual roles are there for people as opposed to how many people actually want to work in these industries where there's just dozens of roles but millions of people want them and only so many people can get them. Yeah. That's just yeah, the way I'm it is. I'm tired of their pity parties, yep. to be honest. All right. Let's go to super chats. Cody Boudreaux or uh no, no, T-Dog said, GLC is the true successor to BMW, Good Family Shows. What do those stand for? Uh, read it again. GLC is... Uh, the one, that's the, what's the one with, um... Wait, oh, Good Luck Charlie Go yeah. is the successor to, to what's, what's BMW? What's that show? Boy Meets World. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Um, I just saw new Me Too allegations from Boy Meets World casts. Oh, against it was they were like we had a creepy ex it's yeah, some guy who's already be, been convicted of something, and then they're like they're having like their like memories where like he was only on two episodes for a very short period of time, but he affected us greatly. What does that even mean? Huh. Rascal King said the Rascal King is stoked to be listening live as he drives across Texas. He appreciates the entertainment. Glenn Powell is thirty-five. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So a lot of those guys, they probably are. And they're aging, and guys are aging less now, too. You know, they talk yeah. about how the boys, they don't age at the same rate that they would have back in the day. Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise, I guess, is a good example of an older person who still looks fairly young for his age, though he's aged a little bit now. But 10 years ago, he didn't look Keanu age. Reeves is just uh, age fishing with that beard. Well, as long as Keanu <laughs> keeps the beard on, yeah. he's good. <laughs> Serenco Productions said, I guarantee that phone was cracked beforehand. There you go. But she's making so much money on OF. She's going around with a well, cracked I mean, phone. The Miles Teller, 37. Oh, really? I thought those guys were in their late 20s. That's crazy. They look young. That's awesome. Wow. That's hilarious. Oodles McNoodles said, did he? Did we know he broke it? Oh, yeah, you read yeah, that Yeah, we one. don't know. Uh, let's, let's do one more. This is not the account you were looking for. Said, what low bud get podcast is this PCC has a better budget? What? what? Oh, oh, you, yeah, I was a typo. What low-budget podcast is this? I don't know. I don't know what that was. What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're the talking about. The really good podcast? The Amber Heard. 
Oh, the Amber Heard ones? Shane H. Wilder well, those said... Those are podcasts. <laughs> yeah. If it's got a high budget, it's a podcast. Yes, of course. Shane H. Wilder said, this is why we love Kurtz. Her poker face is on point, LMFU. It was amazing. She did that whole thing without smiling. It was <laughs> amazing. Let's, let's hold off so on the rest. So underappreciated. All right, Mary, why don't you tell us what the hell is going on with Xtina? <laughs> Christina Aguilera has spoken out about being shamed for how open she is with her sexuality. And she's talking about this because she just co-founded a new sexual wellness brand called The Playground. And, you know, you could just call it a, a lube company, but instead we're going to make it into a political activist movement for women. Um, is, there, is, there, is there like some law now that you have to start marketing everything with some type of activism? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like calling women vulva havers and all of this disgusting language. Um, but basically, she says, this has been a comfortable and natural space for me to enter because sexuality has been such a big part of my life, my world and my music. I've experienced firsthand the double standards put on women, and I've been shamed for being open, for expressing myself sexually and trying to own my body, and for trying to empower other women. People are afraid of that. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I feel like I've heard this a thousand times, and it never, like, they say so much and mean so little with what they say it's always right. this i'm just being so open and uninhibited with my, <laughs> i'm expressing I, my sexuality get there i want to so she's she's saying this is a gendered thing but yeah. can anybody give me an example of like male celebrities who are like i'm just trying to be open like <laughs> well, she I just would wanna, say I just that men about my sexuality like this, she would say that men are never shamed for their sexuality and women are uniquely shamed but men don't mm -hmm. want to talk about it they don't sit there and just say hey let's let, like Dude, they just don't it, when men talk about sexual wellness they go on the subreddit no not no November. <laughs> they, they talk about also, no not november the other reason that men don't do that don't do this is because there's no market for it okay there is a yeah. market for both women to talk about it because women want to hear other women talk about it and for women to talk about it so that they can complain about being shamed for talking about it mm -hmm. when men do it they, they it just it just doesn't happen because nobody cares mm -hmm. right it's just not a thing it, yeah i mean I think that Maybe it's not it's not scaring anyone that you're open with your sexuality. It's just grossing us out. How old is she? Would I be correct in saying that? She's in her 40s. Yeah. Right? This woman who made her entire career off of her overt sexuality is complaining that I'm she's replaying been criticized. Gene in a bottle in my brain right now. She's saying that when she was young and she that was like, like breaking out of level. the the bubblegum pop aesthetic and she was like open with her sexuality and her music that this was a male dominated industry and she was constantly being pressured to not do that. But there's no proof one way or the other. Um, so she's so brave. Right, like simultaneously having a career at the same time as Britney Spears, who was doing the same thing. Yeah, and was celebrated for it. I mean, her like kissing <laughs> Madonna at the 2003 VMAs. And here's so, Christina Aguilera wearing a prosthetic dildo on stage. She also recently, if you were wondering why she had vagina-shaped acrylic nails. 
put on her hands mm -hmm. recently that was in promotion of her sexual wellness brand you know she was a disney kid too yeah one of the mouseketeers right yep she's probably messed up in the head mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Also, if you look at these old pictures of her, um, and then you look at pictures of her now, that Ozempic is hitting <laughs> just right. Yeah, yeah, she was a little puffy for a while, huh? Mm -mm. She said her and the founder shared a common goal of wanting to empower other women to feel the same, to pay attention to their bodies. Um, so I went and looked for myself at this website for Playground. And it says Christina Aguilera is their chief branded advisor, which just means that, you know, she's the celebrity face of the brand. Mm -hmm. So throughout her career, Christina has amplified her message of self-love and liberation from all shame and stigma, inspiring millions worldwide to celebrate their authentic selves. As Playground's co-founder and chief branded advisor, she encourages us to embrace our fantasies and own our sexuality without shame or secrecy. I think that there should be more shame and more secrecy around sexual topics, honestly, because we kind of opened the floodgates for all of this to be publicly discussed and it never needed to happen. Mm. What happened to like keep that stuff in the bedroom and let me mind my own business and you mind yours? I don't know. It just, it just seems like if any man was this sexually open, he would also get pushback for it as he should. Well, we, we talked about this when, um, when Sam Smith was doing this stuff, but then they would say that that's uh, anti-LGBTQ. When it comes to their mission, it says, <laughs> for women, our arousal begins long before we hop into bed. Sometimes finding time for foreplay feels like another task on the to-do list. Sex shouldn't be work. It should be fun and part of our everyday wellness. We made playground for every woman who wants bliss in the bedroom and a deeper connection with themselves and their partners. Less going through the motion, the motions, more mind body explosions she's she's like a weird aunt that keeps trying to talk to you about sex it's like <laughs> you're like please dude, just, i don't want any tips from you i speaking no. of tips playground <laughs> has a blog on their website that they call the school of sexology and they have a section called campus confection confessions a, sh a shame free zone for anonymous submissions, one person admitted that they used to be a prostitute. I used to trick work as a prostitute. My friends know this, and it's not really embarrassing, but if my boss knew, I think it would be pretty embarrassing. Actually, I don't think that's the right word. I wouldn't be embarrassed as much as fear the consequences resulting from people finding out that I used to have sex for money. I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel like I should be judged. So really when that situation arises, it's more of an anger thing than an embarrassment thing. I'm angry at people for judging me instead of questioning whether I made the right decisions in life, being a prostitute working the corner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went to like I literally just went to like page six YouTube to see it was like, am I gonna get us demonetized for putting the Christina Aguilera dildo performance on screen. Uh -huh. Looks like the pictures are up there on their uh, on their YouTube channel, so apparently we're not. 
Okay, never mind then. Um, they also have a chief sexologist for the brand. Meet Dr. Emily Morse, the chief sexologist of Playground. Her dream is a bottle of lube on every nightstand. She said, uh, "This Martin is the lube King that's would be so pumped about that. Made <laughs> made by vulva owners for vulva owners. It's so revolutionary." <laughs> I love how they're so scared they can't even say made by women for women. <laughs> uh, I'm excited but, but to let everyone married, know. Not all women have vulvas. But if you get married, doesn't your husband become the vulva owner? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, he comes in. He's, oh, no, a, no, he's no. a vulva renter or a vulva borrower. Ooh. Oh, gosh. So forget the wage gap. This woman wants to talk about the orgasm gap. She said, here's the thing. Most penis owners are Again, going to too orgasm. Afraid to say, too afraid to say men. During sexual situations. This is a fact. There have been studies. There have been studies, mm. guys. Mm. Studies. studies. Experts. Studies Who show that most studies, studies are made up as well. The experts said it. <laughs> Vulva owners, not so much. If you have a penis, it's going to take you anywhere between six to eight minutes to have an orgasm during sex. Vulva owners, between 20 and 40 minutes. That's a huge gap. So it's it's their brand mission to close, not the wage gap, but the orgasm Well, do you want to know how you close that gap? Is that you stop having so much casual sex. Because that's probably where all these statistics are coming from. That's so true. That is such a good point. Uh, I wanted to show an interview that the chief sexologist did with Christina Aguilera um, and hear what this is all about in their own <laughs> words, which, of course, don't make any sense. Has always been a lube on every nightstand and no shame in the lube game, right? <laughs> okay, that was the fakest okay, go laugh. Five, go five minutes in. That was the fakest laugh I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Every part of your body should be pampered. Every part of it. Exactly. Your sexual wellness is part of being healthy overall. So exactly. like, as long as you're doing some self-care in the bubble bath, you might as well bring some lube, a vibrator, That's get comfortable. <laughs> like to me, having an orgasm and having yeah. pleasure, it boosts your mood, your serotonin. Yeah. It helps like clear up your skin, by the way. All the things it are important definitely to helps you. your mood. Sometimes when I get really nervous, you feel it in your vagina. Yeah, like, it do. It's a power thing. source. <laughs> it is your power it source. It is the power source. It can be, you know, your Confidence. I mean, you know, it's a game changer when you know how it operates. I mean, even in orgasming, I didn't know how many different ways I could orgasm depending on which area you're um, stimulating. Exactly. No <laughs> it's one tells it's like that. a thing, but like I didn't even realize that until kind of like the past couple of years. Like it's almost like pleasure points continuously yes. start to open up. So it's good to know these things. It is you know? true. I love that you're saying that because it is so true. Some We're people really... think it's about the clitoris only. Nope. And that's one element for sure. But there's like other intricate and deeper like that's, there's a lot going on. Do you want to hear this? The clitoris yeah. wasn't even on the map until 1998. Now all these years you all been saying it has 8,000 nerve endings. They literally just found out last week that there's 10,000 nerve endings. 10,000. 10,000. There's a lot of ground to cover. And I could go on forever. Right. So. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. What did any of that <laughs> enlighten us about? I, I mean, I just don't understand. I just don't know what all this has to do with double standards. Men just don't talk about this. <laughs> just, 
Jude's like fucked her, got off. Just bring it back. She also went on the Call Her Daddy podcast, which you know, when that podcast first started, it was two girls who were essentially like talking to college girls telling them about like sex tips and they were extremely vulgar. They were encouraging girls to have rosters of casual hookups that they go through and they were encouraging women to have as much promiscuous sex as possible. Mm -hmm. And then later on, the now host, Alex Cooper, she's like shifted it to be more family friendly, like just interviewing celebrities about their lives. But she had Christina Aguilera on recently and it was to promote this brand. Christina said that she calls herself a promoter of the swallow. She noted that swallowing is really a good thing. It's got a lot of protein. (laughs) Um, And she also said, (laughs) it's really important to be with a partner where you can really explore. Never mind, I changed my mind. I'm team Christina now all the way. I just don't understand why any of these conversations need to be on the internet instead of like with your husband. Like this woman is married. I don't know if her husband really appreciates her publicizing every graphic detail of her sex life. Yeah, well it's a celebrity couple, so ultimately there's always some level of like shallowness to it. My concern is that this is where people are getting their sex education from. And she's saying that that's a good thing. Like she should be taking your, like she should be taking over sex education for Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And this is who she thinks they're like listening to. Um, oh, no. Do you find that, do you think that's <laughs> true? a bad I mean, she's sign. Probably, she's probably it's right. a bad sign. She's probably what? right. This is who, I mean, maybe not Christina Aguilera, but people more relevant to, to people their age with their Absolutely. own advice. Apparently there are other brands specifically promoting condoms and sex toys to Gen Z via um, TikTok ads, which is kind of predatory. Mog brand condoms. Yeah, sure. like- and uh, deliver to your home birth control as well oh, that gosh. you can keep in discreet packaging to hide from your parents. They're explicitly saying this is for minors. So I just find the whole thing really creepy and I don't think anyone is afraid of you being sexually open. They're just grossed out. It's I like I would say sex at one point in time was taboo to talk about. It still is in most countries, but in quote unquote liberating the conversation, they've taken it way too far and they've made it solely about like birth control and sex toys and lube instead of what it really should be about, which is like connecting with your spouse or partner and bringing life into the world as right. well like two flesh becoming one um and we've just gone so far past go yeah yeah they they <laughs> totally it's sanitized <laughs> they've totally like sanitized sex of what its true meaning is supposed to be in the mm-hmm. name of like liberating us right but in reality you're just promoting that the idea that everyone should be a narcissist and it's all about you Mm -hmm. and buy our product by the way because it's essential to your (laughs) happiness buy our lube because it's essential to you having a good sex life you need to buy our product and make us money and And clear skin and do it for yourself and do it for yourself but mostly do it for my company and for for yourself no one else Mm -hmm. and for my pocketbook please buy my product um (laughs) yeah so i just think that it's really kind of sinister what they're doing totally yeah please stop liberating me 
Yeah. Please. Yeah, I would like to not be liberated. Please stop liberating me. Let's uh let's uh let's go to the super chats and let's just hang out when we're done here. Organized Business Services said before OnlyFans, we had girls like that back in the day in the gym. Randy always dated the girls in the West Palm strip clubs, showing off their bodies. I said one day, I love you, Randy, but really your GF has to stop. That's good advice. Yep. I hope he, he took your advice at the time. John Quixote said, Kate Blanchett's character, Lilith, is 27, by the way. 27 the hard way. Been to jail a few times. Crack <laughs> habit. Like, Who looks like that at Kate, 27? Kate Blanchett don't look like that that's at 27. That's a rough oh, 27. No, no, no. I mean, to be fair, Millie Bobby Brown Weird. might look that way at 27, but that's, we're a couple years that, away from that. It's, it's a rough 27 if it's 27. <laughs> Organized Business Services said, it's been 25 years, Randy. I miss you, RIP. Okay, that got um, real. R.I.P. Randy. Uh, R.I.P. Apple Pitts said Grace Randolph X retweeted? RT'd. Is that retweeted? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Videos would melt the oh, net. Oh, X-rated videos. Oh, X-rated. Would, would melt the net. Uh, look, I, I'm like the only person in the world that actually likes like Grace Randolph's voice. I, I, I like it. It's I haven't listened to her videos in years because she's her, her stuff on the topics these days is she talks a lot of the same stuff we do. It doesn't really really interest me, but she's like, well, like I I, I like her voice. <laughs> Prince Elian said, shout out to PCC's coolest POC, <laughs> Sarah, the princess of coffee. There you go. Oh, Thank hi, you. Mary and Brent. Well, see you later. Thank you. Do you no identify worries. as a POC? Uh, personally, depends. Sometimes. Depends on the day. <laughs> Some days depends you wake up feeling more like a POC. <laughs> Shane H. Wilder said, Brett, uh, and, wait, what? And our guests are psychics. Mary, wait, what? Shit. <laughs> should, up. Should the F up say, oh, say Christ is Lord. I agree with Mary. Keep them away. You don't need that ish in the studio. It's true. It's good advice. <laughs> you can invite them on your Poor YouTube Brett. channel. Okay. Do that. Maybe I'll just go on theirs. Maybe I'll be like, can you guys you do predictions for yeah, me? Keep the demons over there. Yeah, yeah keep yeah. it at a distance, please. Corey Anderson said, for or against having your nose booped? Uh, for pet or for human? <laughs> who's asking? For pet or human? <laughs> Depends who's Both booping. Serenko Productions said, Shane would probably invite psychics on his show. Shane Cashman, yes, he probably oh, would. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, if he hasn't already, yeah. Galga Derp said, new data shows the highest divorce rates are among people 50 plus. The longer you're together, the more likely it is to end, and the more she is incentivized. Wait, the, yeah, interesting. So this is like get divorced early so that you can't, uh, like better to get divorced at five years when you've invested less of your time than get divorced after 30 <laughs> years when you've spent 30 years together? Well, I would say <laughs> that if you're 50 plus, it's more likely you're going to be on second and third marriages, which mm -hmm. are more likely to end in divorce anyway, because once you've done it once, it's mm -hmm. like, let's just, let's try it again. <laughs> um, so that might be part of why you see that statistic trend. Yeah becomes more casual. Yeah, it's casual, casual marriage. marriage. <laughs> Nothing serious about it. Corey Anderson said, Mary, why did you have to use holy water in the studio? Um, that was like a couple years ago, but um, I just felt there was some kind of negative energy. I don't know. Mm. Can't hurt. Can't hurt to mm. spread around some holy water. Mm. Corey Anderson said, what's the age gap of married couples in Hollywood? I bet it's different than the norm. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see all the time. Look, like the, the divorce rates of the big name celebrities may be high, but there's plenty of TV actors who've been married for 20 or 30 years. Well, of the kids. married couples in Hollywood that stay married, would you guess that they're closer in age? Probably. Yeah. Like that would be the Seems same like as it. the rest of the population's mm-hmm. trend, probably. Shane H. Wilder said, I'm curious how those stats change with other factors like religion or working in the same industries. Thank you. I wonder if that this would be changes me anything. <laughs> what? This would be me when the demons get <laughs> That would be me with the demons in the studio. Um, religion or working in the same industries. Like, you're probably less like, likely to divorce if you have the same religious views or if you have the same socioeconomic status. What if you're both so. not religious? Hey! I think that um, like atheists and agnostics have a higher divorce rate. Mm. Gal Gadurp said, remember when Brent gave a damn, wait, what, gave a damn and would heart our comments? I did heart his Pepperidge comments. Pepperidge Farm remembers that <laughs> I is I did heart his comment, I was Babe, remember when you used to hold the car door open for me? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> They're nagging you now. Yeah. Organized Business Services said, and I bet Joey also misses you, Randy. I wish your brother and I still <laughs> hang out, but after you died, it's not the same. All I remember was Joey, you and I working out with Greg Norman, and I throw the dumbbell on Greg's car. You just write whole oh. stories in the chats. This is just, I'm, I'm getting a little bit uncomfortable hearing all of these personal details about Randy, but... Go on if you must. Surinco Productions said Playground sounds very PDF file y. Yeah, I said the same thing mm. off air. Uh, yeah. Like, why would you name a sexual wellness brand, a sex toy company, a Playground, like where children are? I don't know. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah. Shane H. Wilder said If someone tells me that they're the sexual wellness officer for a company called Playground, I'm going to check to see if they're on a list. <laughs> Browser history check might not be the worst idea. Yeah. 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 Corey Anderson said, more O's of the ladies. I'm a fan of Xtina now. Thanks, Mary. All right, then. You win some, you lose some. Bucky Ducky said, casual sex has become one of the largest vectors for problems in society. So many social issues find their core in this hyper-casual sexual environment. Facts. Yeah, with the exception of Gen Z, I guess, who is not hooking up. It's because they're all asexual, though, and like they're trans lesbians, so they can't find people to hook up with. Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing is just like too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> You're worried about consent, and then you got to get the pronouns right. Are we the same gender? Is this the right gender? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to stay at home and watch Netflix. <laughs> Bucky Ducky said, No one tell Mary there is already a ghost in the room. What, me? Chair. Chair? Oh, ghost girl? Is it chair? <laughs> Gal Gadurp said, try again, Mary. This That was for first-time divorces. Yeah, it's definitely like the boomer generation that exploded in divorce rates. High Voltage 75 said, you missed a chance to lure gamer maid Sarah onto PCC with the Borderlands segment. I think she said she was a fan of the games. Ah. Well, we'll have to wait and see what her opinion is. She's literally never going to be on the show. You should ask her. I'm sorry, but it's just not going to happen. You should ask her on Gamer Maids today how she feels about the trailer. We've asked her so many times. Like, I just feel like it's hopeless at this point. 
very unlikely. I want her to, to be on the show. I just, I'm not, I don't have much faith that she's going to say yes one of these yeah. days. We're not going to bully her. No. Onto the show. Corey Anderson said, have an exorcist as a guest at the same time as the psychics. <laughs> Hosted a little debate, a little friendly debate. Would you oh, do that? we should get that one exorcist guy. Would you do that? I talked about the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, the, I, I was thinking about reaching out to him, actually, now that you mention it. Would you have a psychic and an exorcist debate each other? I mean, that would definitely be a first for the channel in general. Like, we've never hosted a debate before. Who else would we, like, host a debate for? I, that'd be funny. Like, uh, pop culture exorcist and pop culture psychic go at it as, uh, with warring arguments. And we would it. just be sitting back with our popcorn. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe could be interesting. But then, you know, the demon might manifest and then we'd see an exorcism live on YouTube. It would be crazy. The views would be amazing. Let's yeah. <laughs> The Manic Mustache said, person of multiple color, P-O-M-C, sounds cooler. Person of multiple coffee. That? Would you Poms. Would you call yourself a P-O-M-C? No, I'm like 100% Iranian. Yeah. Could not be more. Shane H. Wilder said, remember when Brett had blonde hair? I miss that. We yeah. all miss that. I remember. Except for Brett. Yeah, correct. Bucky Ducky said, facts, Shane, Brett, how many chats for more blonde? Um... Zero for now. Maybe in a maybe at a future date. Set a, set a wager that like seems a little bit too far out of no, reach. No, no. Stand, I, I, stand no. in your power, Brett. I'm my power <laughs> is to like when I'm when I'm ready because I always make you know like how many we've done it twice now. Uh, I'll set it at a future date, perhaps when we get to episode nine hundred ninety nine. The memory is still too strong. Yes, it's got to fade a too little. Too much work. Damn, like the hair. Corey Anderson said, "Same Shane." Uh, he's talking to the blonde thing. Everyone's asking for blonde. Shaney Twilder said, sorry, Brett, the crisis actors have spoken. Well, I'm sorry, my friend, but this is not a democracy. So guys, before <laughs> we go, would you hit the like button on this video, please? And subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me back. Tell everyone where they can find you and your coffee. Yeah, you can find our coffee on caspery.com. You can find our coffee Twitter on um, X or on tw on Twitter or whatever, um, at Casper Coffee. You can follow me on Twitter at Lady Sells Coffee. And you can follow us on Instagram at Casper underscore coffee. Perfect. Mary. You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on X. That is also Mary Archived. There's also one more here from Organized Business. He says, uh, sorry, Mary, I'm just venting in Miss Randy. That's okay. That's okay. You know, express your feelings. All right, guys, if you'd like to follow me, Instagram and Twix, at Brett Dastavik on both of those platforms, PCC is here five days a week, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is Noon Pacific. We are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify if you would prefer to listen rather than watch. Uh, we got one more here from Gal Gadurp. Says, not a democracy, unsubscribed. I'm not, uh, I'm sorry. It's not a democracy. I, I can't change that. And one more here from High Voltage 75 who says, it's not five yet. Well, we can hang out. Um, Shane H. Wilder says, have fun at CPAC tomorrow, Mary. I can try to have fun, but I don't know if I will. Also, Bucky Ducky said this isn't a democracy. It's a Brettatorship. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, and uh, so are you going to see specific speakers? Um, I'm not even sure who's going to be on the lineup that day. Unfortunately, Trump is on a different day. I really wanted oh. to see Trump speak. 
And uh, tomorrow we are gonna. Sarah will be back tomorrow. She's oh yes, I will up. be back. And uh, we're gonna have uh, Phil me. and Lisa are gonna be on. So it's gonna be a full panel tomorrow. I think you'll be sitting mm -hmm. where Mary normally sits, and we'll have Lisa and we'll have Phil over here. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, I think we will do the um, seventy phrases to avoid if you are uh, if you're working at a DEI office. It's seventy phrases that have been banned by your local DEI czar. So I think we'll talk about that for the last part of the show tomorrow. It's not strictly pop culture, but it'll be a lot of fun. That will be so fun. that we can we can talk about that. So, but we can hang out until five if you guys if you guys want that. They they love us, Mary. They really love us. <laughs> I liked it when you said that yes. during the Rachel Zegler speech. They love me. They, they really, really love, love me. me. It wasn't that a Mandela effect. Yes, I she think never so. even said that. Yeah, uh, I mean I know it mostly from when um, <laughs> when. Um, Jim Carrey says it as the mask in the mask, which uh, I'm gonna rewatch very soon mm. here because that's a masterpiece as Classic. well. But yeah, so uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun tomorrow. One more from here from Bucky Ducky says tomorrow sounds kind of uh lit as the kids say. I don't think the kids say that anymore. Do the kids still Not say really. what's the new lit? Uh, what is the new lit? Vibey. Um, I don't know. Yeah, damn. You were just <laughs> you were just looking up Zoomer language. Well, uh, I, I've always been earlier. kind of iffy on the on the actual meaning of gyat, g y a t t, gyat as in gyat damn, or it can also be thus that refers to as uh, a buttocks. Ah, Wait, yeah. what was the acronym? Uh oh, what did you say? You said it earlier. You said you said it to me. I didn't know it. Girl. Your ass thick. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we got a couple more here from Shane H. Wilder says, uh, is Bishop Strickland tomorrow? I know he's going to be there at CPAC, I guess. Oh, he's going to be at CPAC? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Uh, and then we got one. Oh, we got two more here. One here from Shane H. Wilder says, also, no idea why I ended that with a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> That happens. Okay. Uh, and one more here from Bucky Ducky says, either way, tomorrow is a stacked cast. Yes, it will be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have a, perhaps we can get Phil and Lisa into some type of debate. Ooh, they're, on what? I don't know. They're, they're both, they're both, they seem to be skilled debaters. They can go back and forth. I saw Lisa was uh, arguing with people on Twitter today, so they can argue as if <laughs> Arguing on about what? Uh, uh, oh, she said, um, she said if a kid gets in a fight, gets in like a fight at school, particularly like, like if kids beat down another kid in a, in like a, like a bathroom where like, where that happens, she's the, not only should the kid be sent to juvenile detention, but the parents should go to jail as Ooh. well. I don't know how I feel about that. So. I feel like Phil would be against that. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, one more here from Seth Essence. It says, hi, peeps. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Hey. Hi to you as well. Hi. Um, yeah, so uh, they're saying it says, sorry, really is the Mandela effect. And then one more here from Gal Gadurp says, something to consider. You guys should embrace the 100K status. We could put a poll up which horrible movies to make you watch and have it filmed so that we can see you cringe. Well, I embrace the cringe when it comes to movies. Mm -hmm. The cringier it is, the more I seem to love it. I feel like you guys haven't embraced the 100K enough. You guys are still so down to earth and humble and you haven't changed a bit. We need to design our own sneaker brand. Well, I'm going to start wearing, <laughs> I'm gonna start to wearing like sunglasses. Like a cherry red. I'll start wearing well, we, sunglasses. We can't watch movies because of copyright. Yes. You can cut a bunch of stuff out, but uh, we'd have to find somebody to do all the editing for that. So I just, by the time we're done with the day. Corey Anderson says, I invented the question mark. Wow. I didn't know that. Brett didn't know that. I didn't know that. One more here from Shane H. Wilder says, having Lisa there will keep the Catholic vibes up. I approve. Nice. 
Yeah, yeah. That's why she's filling in for me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then one more here from Bucky Ducky says, Corey, half your super chats are a question mark. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, Wodenshot says Brett is a tyrant. It's not true. It's fake news, my friends. Guys, we will be back with another episode tomorrow. Mary will be back on Friday. Special guest, Xavier DeRusso. It's going to be a lot of fun this week. We will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.